Welcome to Fire and Clay, where we discuss formative Christian practices, the disciplines and habits that shape character. In this episode, we'll be looking at the practice of prayer. Why do we do it and how does it work? Um, can we scrap that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we asked a few friends about their prayer life. Hello, I'm Kate Gariga and this is my husband, Darren. Prayer is more of a blessing for us. It does speak of the matters of the heart. We're also joined by Pastor Paul Geelan. Prayer, as much as anything, is, is really an act of faith. God encourages us to pray. All throughout the Bible, we encounter people from different cultures and at various periods in history who prayed to the God of heaven. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Our producer, Juliana Muniz, conducted these interviews. Okay, so how do I speak to someone that I can't see? That's a really good question. That's a, it's a real challenge. Um, one writer has said that prayer is like opening your heart to God as to a friend. But friends are usually present and they respond to you and, or they're audible over a phone. But I guess it comes down to faith. So believing that he's right there and he can see us and he, he can hear us. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Um, there are a couple of Bible verses that I've found really helpful. In, in Matthew 21, 22, it says that whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And in Hebrews eleven six, it says that without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So, although you can't see them yet, there is an exercise of faith to have a conversation with someone that you can't see. Will I sound or look crazy? <laughs> I mean, it may look like you're talking to yourself, but I think we do that most days. I don't know too many people who don't talk to themselves. So, <laughs> and, and we also have this internal dialogue as well, where we talk inside our heads. And, and I think it's much more helpful when you speak externally. And when you're praying, it's actually healing. Most prayer, I guess, is really a personal thing. I guess it's rare that you're praying in the presence of somebody else or for the benefit of a congregation. I know Jesus said, he said, when you pray, pray in your closet or pray in your wardrobe or pray in your cupboard. Uh, so it's generally a, a very personal thing between you and God. God really reply? Not usually audibly, uh, not like a normal conversation between two people, but certainly God interacts, like he gives you distinct impressions about something or a positive feeling, or he might send others to affirm and guide your thinking, or he may direct you to a passage of scripture. So while it's very rare that people actually hear an audible voice from God, it's quite common for people to hear from God in a different way, in a different sense. And so God certainly does reply in a way, but not often audibly. Well, I've heard it said many times that uh, he does reply and it's yes, no, or maybe. Um, and 
I guess I don't always feel it straight away. I don't always hear anything. Um, but one time in particular, when I was the most desperate to hear from God, I did feel His presence very like immediately. Um, so I was very, very sick uh, in hospital, and I needed to know that He was with me, and I just felt His presence uh, straight away. And and so. I think when you're desperately in need, <laughs> he, he finds a way to um, just let you know that he's right there. Is there a right way to do it? Like a right position or, or like an introduction and then like a conclusion? Or like, do you have to close your eyes or kneel down? Is there a right way to do it? I think prayer is very personal. And that's what I love about um, God. He doesn't require you to do a certain position. I think if we're on our knees, you know, that's giving reverence to Him. Uh, we really feel that He's above us. And so putting not so much ourselves in a position where we're lower, but you just, you're in awe of Him. And so being on your knees is, is a, a, almost a kind of surrender to say, I put, bring myself before you and I just believe that you have the answers. Um, it, but I, I really enjoy closing my eyes. I feel that shuts out the world and helps me be more focused with God. So I think it is personal um, that God allows us to pray however we, we need to. Yeah, but we can pray walking or running or <laughs> in any place because the Bible says to pray without ceasing. So um, that's during any activity. Um, nice. So it's more like a conversation. Yes. yes. No, you can pray anywhere, anytime, uh, any posture. I prayed in the car on the way here. I certainly didn't close my eyes as I was driving down the road. There's no fancy words that you need to use. God, God is less concerned about the posture that you have in prayer. But he's really concerned about your heart. What is your heart saying? Uh, some people say a lot of words that really mean nothing. And other people can say a very few words, and they're very, very meaningful. Uh, one of the shortest prayers in the Bible was said by Peter when he was sinking in the waves. And he didn't have time to kneel down or to close his eyes or to think about his words. He just said, Lord, save me. Three words, and it was a powerful prayer. And Jesus heard that prayer, and he answered that prayer. So I guess the question is, well, Why do we close our eyes? Why do we kneel down? And they're, they're good things to do because closing our eyes removes the distractions and kneeling down, I guess, shows our, our humility and the fact that we're uh, approaching God in a humble, reverent way. So they're good things to do when we can, but we don't have to do them every time. Why do we have to pray if God knows everything? For me, I think prayer is really a movement of the heart and God wants to Even though he knows what's in our heart, he wants us to express it. And I think we're the ones who get blessed as much as God loves our prayers. Um, we're the ones who receive more than we give. And so when we're speaking out to him the things that are in our heart, there's healing in that, I believe. Yeah. You're correct in saying God knows everything. So prayer is really about moving our heart toward the heart of God, learning to be more like him than trying to convince God about something. Um, God does know everything, but the process of prayer moves us more, moves our heart more to an alignment to His will. And we need to focus more, I think, on the process of prayer rather than the outcome that we want from prayer. Through the process, 
we're changed and then uh, I guess we'll be more satisfied regardless of what the outcome is. Do you only pray when you need something? <laughs> yeah, and I've learned not to. Uh, it's a good time to pray, but uh, God loves to hear our thankfulness and our praise. You know, there was a time when I um, first started my walk with God where I would always ask for things because I was very needing then. And as I grew in my relationship with God, I was just like, this has to be two ways. And so um, I just decided that for um, a good season, I would just be thankful. And, and it just reminded me how grateful I am for all the blessings that he's given me. So it made me closer to God to stop asking and actually to just be grateful and thankful. And there's a great way of praying with the ACTS acronym. So A is for adoration, C is confession, T is thanksgiving, and S is supplication. So once you've gone through the first three of just adoring God and confessing and, and thanking Him, mm-hmm. um, then you get to the supplication, actually asking Him for things. Yeah. And it makes you realize that God isn't Father Christmas. Um, oh, if I do this, or if I ask for this, I want this. It's more a relationship, realizing who he is and just really connecting with him rather than just asking for stuff. A great example from the Bible is the example of Daniel. Daniel prayed morning, noon and night and he did that every day. When the big challenges came, like a threat of death in the lion's den, then Daniel had already prepared himself through daily prayer So if we have a habit of prayer, it's not just that we do it when we need it, but we've actually got the resilience built up by doing it all the time so that when we do need it, we're we're resourced with our connection with God to handle those tough times. Um, How does prayer help to form and shape character? I think every day we're dealing with matters of the heart which uh, entwine our emotions and our feelings on a psychological level. What defeats us is the internal voice that never gets spoken. And so not only are you hearing that yourself, but you're also expressing it to the God who wants to take those burdens, who can carry those burdens where other people can't. So I think it's very healing for the mind and the emotions. Um, And it just makes you more dependent on God. He wants good things for us. And so when we ask for those, when we supplicate those things, it's a blessing for both us and God. You know, prayer is the prototype of meditation, and meditation is so uh, popular at the moment. There's scientific research that says that meditation shrinks the amygdala back to the size that it's meant to be and brings down your stress levels and things like that. And so, obviously, God intended prayer to be that. I believe that prayer is very healing, um, not just because we're asking God to heal us, but because of the the state of trust and surrender and stillness um, that we have in prayer. And regardless of whether you believe in God or not, health science has shown that mindfulness, focus, meditation, restfulness, all those things that you get from prayer are also of tremendous value. So it actually is of psychological benefit physiologically even if you don't have the spiritual connection but the spiritual connection is where the real value lies is it important to pray together with other people i remember just very recently i went for a walk with a friend and at the end of that walk we stood together 
put our arms around each other and prayed together. And it was just a really, really powerful connection between the two of us. Here's two people, two finite, erring, um, ineffective, inefficient human beings humbling themselves before God together. And it's a really powerful way to connect personally, uh, but also to connect with God uh, together. It, it really, there really, really is, a, I guess, a, a mutual benefit in that sort of three-way relationship between individuals uh, horizontally and vertically with God as well. You're listening to Fire and Clay, where we discuss formative Christian practices, the disciplines and habits that shape character. And we hope that today's episode has helped you in your prayer journey. As one author puts it, prayer moves the arm of omnipotence. He who marshals the stars in order in the heavens, whose word controls the waves of the great deep. The same infinite creator will work in behalf of his people, if they will call upon him in faith. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.